Hey, and welcome to this episode of the Parent Pivot Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Steve Cummings. I'm Julia Cummings. And as we always do when we sit down and record, um, I look at Julia and go, sweetheart, what are we talking about today? And today (laughs) I wanted to talk about uh, basically the idea of where you get your significance Um, And I just want to tell a bit about my own story with that, and maybe you guys can relate. Um, And I may have alluded to this before, just, you know, once upon a time when I was raising kids, I had good kids. I I really did. I was very blessed. They were well-behaved. They didn't get into any trouble. It wasn't until I had my last child. Yeah, I was going to say, I was thinking about the same thing. I've never been called into the principal's office. Um, My youngest child, and some people would consider this really nominal. It was more of a prank than, than yeah, getting in trouble. it's like no big thing. Um, you know, there were a couple things. My son's senior year, he was my last child, <laughs> and he, you know, we got called. He had been ditching. We got called. He had climbed on the roof of the high school. And mind you, he's not, he wasn't like a delinquent child. No, who, I mean, no. he, he was, you know, he was bored with school because he's very smart and whatever, but I just, he was always looking for some type of fun and uh, yeah. whatever thing to do and like yeah. Jackson really you did that yeah exactly <laughs> so you know that's the extent of it though when our kids were growing up right um then you know several years ago I would you know and I guess my attitude during that period of time I'd look at other parents who were struggling with their teenagers and I was full of all kinds of judgment and condemnation honestly I you know if anyone had seen my heart it probably really was not great um when you say judgment condemnation you mean like hey i've got good kids and look what your kids are doing that and oh they must be doing something wrong um i think i felt superior in some way um i don't know i just think i think i was ugly inside that's kind of how i see it now okay um that's fair yeah uh then, you know, you kind of get through some things and, you know, a couple of my kids in college really struggled with their faith and really went through the questioning period, which... These was, are my kids too when we talked yeah, about them, right? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Our kids. Um, anyway, but, and that's always difficult to watch. Yep. And there's always fear inside of you that yeah. says, oh my gosh, what if they don't that was, choose that was this right. and they walk away from the faith? Right, or, and that's right when we're, we didn't know at the time, but we're like having to pivot. We didn't we didn't yes. know that at the time that it was like, okay, we've raised them for 18 years. We brought them up in the church. This is their faith. They have to figure it out. So we didn't realize it because nobody was out there telling us how to pivot from right. a parent to a partner. We were kind of doing it on our own, and this was before Jim's book came out. Yeah, yeah. So we're learning it. And we always knew, I think we had this conversation through their high school years, uh-huh. always knew that their faith had to become their own. Right. That that was something that needed to happen. It couldn't be because we taught it to them. It couldn't right. be because we believed it. They need to believe what they believe because they yeah. own it. And that that's why we sent them off the continent of the U.S. to go get involved in missions things and go to Bible school and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. we'd like, go figure yeah. this out. Yeah. So, but that, that was difficult. So... You know, through that process, through the college years and the 20s, you start having a, or I did anyway, a different view. I started feeling less judgmental because just the realization that it doesn't matter what age your kids are, they could be great kids at one age, difficult at another age, and even more difficult at, you know, I know some parents who have 
children in their 40s and 50s and they're struggling because their kids have walked away from their faith and their marriages and whatever else. So those things are always happening. Life is life and they can always happen. So and then, you know, several years ago, we went through um, a crisis in our family. And I think it was during that period of time that it really became evident to me that I had put my family on such a pedestal and um, I did live, I don't know if it's vicariously, but I lived, um, they were giving me all my identity. Right. That's exactly where I was going to go. When you say put them on the pedestal, it's like I got my identity from what my kids did. And what our family looked like and what our, and like. What our marriage looked like yep. and, you know, all of those things that you kind of, you're, you're longing for when you're young sure. and we actually did have all those things that we longed for when right. we were young. Right. And so then we found ourselves in this kind of crisis situation and everything was flipped upside down. Um, relationships were struggling. Uh, we, I personally had to just look at where my significance was coming from, where my identity was coming from. And I realized, uh, it couldn't be coming from my family. And so that became an ongoing battle. I would say it's still battle today because now I've got my great grand, my great grandchildren. You're not, not that, that old. old. You're not that um, old. I've got my grandchildren and, you know, I still, it's hard to not put this nice wrapper on your on your family sure. and thinking either you have succeeded and oh yay me or you haven't succeeded and so that is just a constant battle with me personally right, right. that I would like to share because I do get some value from that sure and while I think that God understands that, I also see where it can be detrimental. Well, and what I'm hearing you say is, is, and I'm experiencing kind of the same thing, when we see our kids, grandkids, and we have the joys of life, yeah, we start to go, hey, wow, isn't this great? Because we're grandma, we're mom, and it starts to feel good. Yeah. When things start going south, because we can't control that, and I think this is where you go with identity. It's like we can't control how our kids or grandkids behave, the decisions they make, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I to to put, bury my identity, my affirmation, my worth all in just that role as either dad or mom is virtually impossible because you end up fracturing relationships. Yeah, yeah. When you do that, when you look at your identity as being, well, I'm mom and that's my identity. It's like, wait a minute, you're more than mom. I, I tell men this all the time. If I took away the fact that you were a husband, a brother, a dad, a son, and all the other things that maybe what you do is, who are you? Right. And most men cannot tell you. Right. It's right. like, and we get down to the nitty gritty and inside our hearts and going, wait a minute, I'm a beloved son of the king. And that's where our identity lies. And, and I know now we're trying to talk about, hey, what does this look like as far as pivoting from parent to partner? Yeah. And, you know, this is going to be harder for me to explain to somebody who isn't a believer, honestly, because yep. I usually make a big deal of, hey, if you aren't a believer, our content still is the same. Sure. The principles are the same. But this was kind of right down the middle of the road. But this one is tougher for me because what, what takes me out of that identity issue is to look to the Lord. Right. It, it is that. 
and because he's the one that gives me my identity. Right. And that identity is an identity that is aside from family and friends and anyone else. And like you said, I am a beloved child of the Most High King. Right. And that right. is my identity. Um, so if you're out there and you aren't a believer and you're listening to this, I still want to convey that message to you that you are a beloved child of the Most High King, the Creator, the right. the one who created the world, the one who sent His Son. Right. It, we You're created the image of God. All of us you, are. Yeah. And I'm wondering if this might be helpful, sweetie. So I hear you say that um, we are. When you look at this, um, as far as being mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, whatever, pivoting, is we are given things in life that that we're asked to steward. Yes. And we always talk about time, talent, and treasure. We had a podcast a few weeks ago on that. Mm -hmm. Those are the three main ones. But I also heard recently, hey, we also steward relationships. Yes. We steward um, all that stuff. So it's like, yes, I've done the biological thing and Mm -hmm. become a dad. And then my kids have done the biological thing and... They've become parents, and that makes me a grandparent. But that's or not... there's adoption in there as well. Right, right, or adoption, yeah. or however way that happens. I'm sorry, I'm just trying. To, um, yeah, but that's not my identity. But if I get wrapped up in that as being my sole identity, yeah, that is going to cause you know um, things uh, seen and unseen in your pivoting from parent to partner. Yeah. Because if that's all, and, and we, we've talked about this early on in our, in our podcast, like one of the first few podcasts we did was we said, get a life. Yeah. One of the reasons we said that was, okay, you're stewarding your kids. You're stewarding your relationships. You now got to look at your husband or your wife and going, hey, we still have 30, 40 more years ahead of us, maybe 50, I don't know. Um, what are we going to do with life? Yeah. You're stewarding that time. You're stewarding everything. And so I think if you look at it from that lens, that perspective that God gives us these blessings, Yeah. if we hold on to them too tight... And we start to see things not become a blessing, but all of a sudden there's suffering, there's pain, whatever, then that causes uh, us to, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And we, we can lean hard into our kids, yeah, expecting them to fulfill me. Right. That's not their job. Right. My job is to hold things loosely, steward them, surrender, not have my identity wrapped up to them. That's, that's kind of a little bit what I was hearing you say. Yeah, definitely. And then there's the piece, you know, if I make a little right turn, mm-hmm. um, how they're behaving, yes. how it gives you significance. Yes. So, you know, we've all met the person who can't stop bragging about their child or grandchild. Well, that's right? all over Facebook. Right? That's all over Instagram. Oh, my and goodness. And it's, oh, they've got um, this position they've got this house they've got you know whatever it is um and it's all about the perfection of it all right and or the appearance of it all should i just say the appearance because we all know that none of it's perfect but it's the appearance of it and so then we're getting we're getting fed Mm -hmm. from them we're feeling important because of them and so our goal would be that we are not receiving importance from them. Right. Um, and much to what you were saying is where it can make relationships kind of convoluted is your adult child's going to pick up on that. And they're going to, at some point, 
I mean, you're going to have the... Feel the pressure? Of- well, you're going to have the situation where they're like, yeah, my mom or my dad thinks I'm all that and blah, 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 blah. And they might not be sharing some of the deeper stuff that's going to bring exactly. the they satisfaction. Exactly. They might not feel the freedom to share what's really going on behind the scenes or beneath or in their hearts. Um, or they may grow to resent that because right. they have to still live up to that. Right. And, oh my gosh, what is my parent going to say about this, that, or the other thing? And... And gosh, I got to keep it going, right? Right. And it's almost like you've got this own mask with your parents that I have to be this person because that's how they see me because they see so much joy and whatever in that. So that's how it works on the other side for them, for your adult kids. It's like, I don't really want to put them in that spot. I want to be able to let them um, soar and be free and be who God's created them to be. Now, that doesn't mean that every day they're always going to bring me joy. There's going to be a blessing. (laughs) They're going to make a decision that maybe goes against how I raise them. How yeah. we raise them. Yeah. You know, maybe they drink alcohol more than you and I drink alcohol. It's like, okay, they're going to have to deal with that, not me. But I'm not going to sit in judgment of that. Right. Right. And then there's just, yeah. I mean, you're, you're pretty much saying it all. What, yeah. I, what I was having in mind as yeah. far as this podcast goes, just the ability to, again, it's really just kind of the ability to let them go and let them be. And um, not put demands on them, which is what we talk about pretty much in every podcast. Right. And sometimes those demands look different. Yeah, so, they really do. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, I can, I'm hesitating here because I can think of specifics of people and I don't want to give specifics of people, well, but I can think of people who get definite significance from their children's successes. Right. And, and some people will plaster it all over Facebook. I'm not. I don't want to try. I, don't, I want to make make a little make sure I make a caveat here. I'm not trying to say, hey, if you're putting stuff on your Facebook and social media accounts, there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. Yeah. I just no. know that there there is some people that it's like, oh wow, look at me, look at my family, look at all this, and that becomes their identity, and that's that's all you ever see. Yeah. Um, not everybody's in that group, so that's kind of a broad brushstroke that I was speaking to us. But uh, I also, you know, want to be able to say, hey. Um, that's great. But um, yeah, stepping back, like when our kids, I think when our kids disappoint us. Yeah, it's hard. They disappoint us. They may hurt us. They may walk away from the faith. They may enter rehab. You know, I guess the question, as I was, th- as I was hearing all that, it's like, are you going to be the kind of partner that gives conditional love? Mm. Or are you going to be the kind of partner that gives unconditional love? Yeah. Now, I watched many movies and TV shows where we just see things happen and and it, it always makes us tear up with the parents like going, I love you no matter what. <laughs> you go to prison, I love you. Yeah. You know, you uh, get a DUI, you get divorced, whatever. I love you. Right. And that's the same love the Father gives us. That's why we're able to stay in that identity of being that beloved son or king. So it's like, are we going to love our adult children unconditionally? Right. Because if we're not, then I'm getting something from them and yeah. that's conditional. Yeah. You do this, I'm going to treat you a certain way, and I get worth. Yeah. And that's what we're saying right now is, hey, check under your under your heart, kind of check under the engine. Yeah. Uh, the Daytona 500 is coming up in a couple of weeks. That's <laughs> why I was thinking about that. And I went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame on my recent trip to Charlotte. Um, check under the hood a little bit. Do some 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 work there and say, um, God, am I am I a, a parent as I pivot to partner? Is is that me? And if it is, would you show me? Yeah. How to love my adult kids. With an unconditional heart, yes, 
How can I steward that relationship? Yes. And like we've always been saying, the main theme is keep your mouth shut and the welcome mat out. That's not always easy to do. And I'm speaking to you from one who <laughs> finds it difficult. Yeah. Uh, and things. I still do. We're not sitting here behind the mic uh, in our, our, our sunroom overlooking our backyard here in Georgia going, oh, we're the experts at this. We know what we're doing. It's like, no. We, <laughs> in fact, uh, we uh, blow it all the time. We blow it all the time. And and sometimes Julia will go, what did you, why'd you just say that to them? I'm like, going, I don't know. <laughs> but I really, really learned you guys, y'all uh, out there to, I might type up a text message and then I go, do I need to send this text message? Mm. No, delete it. And I've gotten better at that of just going, before I click send, does this need to be sent? Yeah. Because I'm not, I don't need to be in control. You're talking to a, I am a recovering control freak. And we're going to do a podcast on that. We're going to do a Maybe podcast. Next. Maybe our next one. Yes. I already know what I want to be able to say based on my journey. <laughs> yeah. Because when you pivot from parent to partner, we're not asking our adult kids to change. No. This is about us changing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of change that in, I can share as my story yeah. of what that looked like and what those early days of parenting looked like. And I, I've come a long way. I've gotten better. You definitely have. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you to talk about the identity exchange. I think that this might be a good, yeah. a good because we're talking about identity and all of that. And there is someone who actually yeah. out there who... Yeah. You can take a class, you can yeah. get coached, you right. can all kinds of things. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, no, you're the, actually the one who put me onto it because we got a link from our sister in law, Marilyn. Marilyn, a shout out to you uh, if you're listening <laughs> um, about Jamie Winship. So, if you Google Jamie Winship, you're going to run into a guy and his wife mm-hmm. uh, who have a, a ministry called Identity Exchange. We went to identityexchange.com and we'll put it down the show notes. Um, there's some great stuff that they walk you through. Yeah. There, it's amazing because really everything in life, every decision we make, every relationship that we have, whether it's a work relationship, a marriage relationship, uh, a parent partner relationship, child, son, daughter, whatever, every relationship boils down to our identity. Mm-hmm. Every decision of, of, of things and what we let to overwhelm us boils down to our identity. If we can see ourselves as God sees us, um, there's so much freedom there. But yes, identityexchange.com, Jamie Winship. I can't remember his wife's name, but we bought a course. Yeah. That we've gone through some modules. Absolutely love it. I've actually taken some of the men in my men's groups through it, and they love it. Um, so check that out if you're looking for some more ways to going, you know what, Steve and Julie, what you're saying today is my identity wrapped up in being a parent? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. How can I move the needle? And again, Remember, we're trying to move the needle one step at a time. It yes, doesn't we're not need, looking for it perfection. It doesn't need to move a foot, a yard, 10 feet, uh, you know, a mile. And it doesn't happen overnight. My needle's still moving yeah. and things. I'm not quite there yet. But if you're looking for ways to going, how can I dig more into this so I can um, be a better version of me and be that partner to my adult kids that I, that I can be? Um, and things. So uh, identityexchange.com and Jamie Winship got yeah. a lot of good stuff there. Seriously, good stuff. I'm wondering if we can put in the show notes those four talks that yeah, we'll try we to do originally that. heard. Yeah, see, so again, we're talking about things on the fly here. Yeah, I'm wondering <laughs> if we can do that because he gave these these talks to actually some middle schoolers. Yeah. And when I think about the the depth of, the, of what these middle schoolers were hearing because it was so incredibly right. well, he, um, yeah. profound for us. Anytime you put the spotlight to. on yourself, you say, here's what God took me through. Yeah. Um, uh, you can sit there and, and uh, 
go, wow, that's easy to listen to. So yeah, you're like, why yeah. do I want to listen to a talk to middle schoolers? It'll blow your mind and it'll blow your heart. And it's you'll go, very oh my profound. Because he shares a story about his son being a skateboarder for Jesus, and you're like, <laughs> oh, what? And then and then what what happens with that will blow your mind. But yeah, we'll yeah. try we'll try to do that. Okay, because I think those are, that's a good starting point. Yeah. anyway. yeah, it'll it'll wet your heart and wet your appetite for going. I need to hear more from this guy. Yeah, and they do a really good job. In fact, we we probably need to get them on the podcast. I would love to. That yeah. would be great. We'll work on that for you. We'll work on that. So anyway, yeah, anything else on this subject? No, I think that I pretty much said everything I want to say. Okay. Well, if you've enjoyed listening to this, and we've had some some listeners uh, write us and text me that they would like a copy of Jim Burns' book, uh, Doing Life with Your Adult Children. Keep the welcome mat out and your mouth shut. We still have some copies of those. I got a few more left. So you can text me at 714-742-9625, or you can email us at parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com and we will get a copy out to you. So we still have a few of those going on and things. And uh, let's see what else. I think that that's it. I think that is it for today. For today. But uh, yes, if you're one of, I think I'm going to do a preview for our next podcast. If you are a type A personality mm. like I am. Yeah. And uh, you want to hear about how do I shift from parent to partner when I'm a type A because <laughs> I'm the guy who the alarm clock goes off at 6.30 or 7, my feet hit the ground, I'm off and running, it's go, 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 I'm organized, I spin, I can multitask, do many plates, done that for years and decades. And then I got to a point where it's like, hey, this isn't working anymore. And I had to learn to um, uh, go into uh, type A recovery and things. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that because in order to pivot well from parent to partner, I'm the one that has to change. So we're going to share that on our next podcast yeah, of the Parent Pivot Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye.